0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Can we raise our hands and just worship Him? Holy, holy, holy. just worship Him this morning. Lift up your hands and give Him praise. We worship you. We give all the praise. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. You are mighty. You are awesome. You are glorious. We praise you forever. We worship you. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give him praise. Hallelujah. Are you so glad to be in church this morning? Hallelujah. Wow. All right. God bless you. Thank you. Jesus is Lord. Amen. <laughs> let's read something from where we stopped on Wednesday. So let's read 1st King chapter 19 and then verse 16. Before we take our seats this morning, 1st Kings 19, 16. Hallelujah. And also you shall anoint. Or Let's start from verse 15. Thank you, Jesus. Then the Lord said to him, this is God talking to prophet Elijah. Go return your way to the wilderness of Damascus. When you arrive, anoint Aziel as king over Syria. You shall anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. And Elijah, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-mehola You shall anoint as prophet in your place. Next verse. It shall be that whosoever escapes the sword of Azel, Jehu will kill. And whosoever escapes the sword of Jehu, Elisha will kill. (laughs) Listen, let me just, before we go into the message... I have a message for everybody, which I told the leaders yesterday. Don't be selective about this conference. Attend all. There are things that Jehu's sword will deal with. There are things that Azel's sword will deal with. That's why there's no one speaker. And there are things that Elisha's sword will deal with. I was praying and the Lord said to me, Tell them every session will be amazing, and you don't know. You don't know. Not that he told me directly as a word. I just felt it every in my spirit. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to always separate the two. But then they are all from the Lord. Sometimes you are steered. Sometimes the Lord tells you something directly. At other times your spirit picks something. So this one was not the Lord saying directly in that sense. It's more of my spirit picking while praying. And I'm asking everybody, if you need to beg your boss tomorrow to allow you to be around even on Friday morning, if you need to double your work or ask God to show you how to make your boss happy, so that you can close 4 pm on thursday and they can give you friday off it's possible they give you a day off when they are sick but you are not sick so let them know that sir what do you want me to do monday tuesday wednesday so i can close early on thursday and be absent on friday for the spirit of the lord will be doing great and mighty (laughs) things. may you not be absent when your word is coming People, tell, if God wants me to get, it, I will get it. You can have your say. God bless you. Hallelujah. If God wants me to get it, I will get it. Are you sure? The Bible says he came unto his own, and his own received him not. So God can bring things that man can turn it down, and God can create an appointment that you can miss the appointment. I've been talking about the anointing of the Spirit of God first king or second king chapter nine let's read again just before uh i move on and i'm going to continue second service hallelujah the anointing of the lord (laughs) breaks every yoke of bondage the anointing of the lord set the captives free the anointing of the lord we bring river now (laughs) Elisha called, Elisha the prophet called one of the children of the prophets and said unto him, Guide up thy lambs and take this box of oil in thy hand and go to Ramoth Gilead. Verse 2 When thou comest thither, look out there for Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Mish, Mish, and go in and make him rise from among his brethren. And carry him to an inner chamber. Wow. Then take the box of oil and pour it on his head and say, Thus hear the Lord, I have anointed the king over Israel. Then open the door and flee. (laughs) What an instruction. Now this is also a combination of word of wisdom working here. A section of the gift of prophecy. Elisha told the guy, whose name the bible didn't mention the bible didn't consider the name important so Elisha said to the guy you are going to get this bottle of oil now and go out on my behalf and you're going to anoint a man that is called Jehu." but he gave a word of wisdom he said you will find him among his brethren that means i am talking to you from my room now but i tell you that as you go you will see jail. when you get there he's going to be sitting down among other captains direct word of wisdom now he told him that pour the oil on him and say you are the next king and run away but well, let's read down so I will do a bit of reading it's a little not so long but so the young man that's his name again oh lord why am I <laughs> what to see here which will come back to The anointing is transferable. I'm going to connect this to what we read before. But let's just read. So the young man, even the man, the prophet, went to Ramoth Gilead. And when he came, Ramoth Gilead is such a spiritual place. It was where Ahab fell eventually. It was where God confused him. And all the prophets of Baal and all the false prophets were confused also. Ahab hey, woke up one morning and he said, I am going to Ramoth Gilead, and I'm going to take back our land. And he called prophets together. And he said, Should I go to Ramoth Gilead or not? And all the prophets prophesied. He said, Go, thou shalt prosper. But there's a man called Micah, the prophet. Josephus sat down there. We will, but not in this service. Josephus seemed to have the gift of discerning of spirits. But he had a problem. He had wrong people around him. Jehoshaphat was a king of Judah. Ahab was a king of Israel. There used to be one nation before, but then they got divided into two. Jeroboam, the stupid son of Solomon, when he became king, he went to the elder. The people came and said that your father oppressed us. Reduce our body. Because when Solomon lost the anointing, he became oppressive. The last few years of Solomon were very terrible. It wasn't the man that multiplied silver anymore. It was the man that began to... See, wherever God is, there is always abundance. The same Israel that Saul was king over and nobody had gold, nobody had silver. Now like what is happening in some nations whose name we will not mention now. And then they shift blame and keep shifting blame. Saul was king. And there was scarcity. Solomon became king over the same nation. And they did not have petrol. And there was excess. When a godly man rules, everybody enjoys the prosperity of God. When a wicked man is in power, everybody suffers. See, spirit of poverty does not have to do with, no people have it. It's a spirit. It will just, whatever the man handles will go down, 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 down. You see that in families and in very many places. It is true, it's not in the location, it's in the people there. Take Nigerians to America, bring Americans here, give us 20 years, we will be running back here. Somebody will sell the transformer over there. Vandals will start. They will vandalize all their pipelines, because somebody wants to make a quick money. And it looks, and it looks. God, one day I was in mainland in America, and I came out in the morning just to take a walk praying, at some years back. And then this squirrel. and some rabbits were looking at me, and they were enjoying their life. They were looking at me. I, my heart said, Oh, that you were in Nigeria. You'll be in somebody's spot now. <laughs> the Suya will be eating in the night. Might just be you. Even over there, even their birds don't run away from people. They land. If you go to the parks, they land. Land even they land on your shoulder. Land around you. The ones that are here, they are wise enough so that you don't land on a Nigerian. You might just be landing in the spot next. <laughs> even the animals trust them there. They don't trust us here. And average animal runs away from us here. Why? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's go back. Are you are you following me? Well, let me leave uh here alone and oh, let me just so eventually Solomon became oppressive and then. He gave back to a son called Robam, And there was another guy called Jeroboam who was trying to take the kingdom. And all the men gathered. So there was a protest in town. And they said, King Solomon. said, said Roboam, your father Solomon oppressed us. Now you are the new king. Can you just reduce the body? And the Bible said, Robam told them, come back in three days. I will give you an answer. And he went to the elders. said, this is what the people are saying. How do I answer? The elders said, ah... If you serve them today, they will serve you forever. Listen to them. Be the, uh, the, the king, the president. Listen to the people. Do what they want and they will honor you forever. He said, okay, thank you. And the Bible says he went to young men that grew up with him. And they were like, nonsense. Don't let anybody mess up with you. If I tell them that my father oppressed you a little, I'm going to super oppress you i will double the wages double the tax double everything and the bible says it did the same thing because the lord will destroy him and that day 10 tribes out of 12 said you know what enough of these idiots and they went to start a new kingdom and jeroboam became their own president and the tribe of israel was divided into two judah and israel now judah had ten no, Judah 2, Israel 10. So, Robam only ran over two tribes. Solomon's father ran over 12 tribes. So, from that day till the end of Old Testament, Israel became two nations, Judah and Israel. So, at the time of where I read now, Ahab was the king over Israel, Jehoshaphat was the king over Judah. Jehoshaphat was a man of God. The one that obeyed God. But I don't know what made him to like Ahab, a very terrible king, and to be his friend. I will talk a little bit about Ahab when I start talking about the source of anointing because second or third service, I'll be talking about worship, the role of worship. Why the mystery are to play. But that's not for now. So here, the same Ramoth Gilead was where Ahab eventually perished. All, of, all the prophets said, Go, you will prosper. Then Mekai said that, I saw these are deep things to explain in the spirit. He said, I saw the Lord sitting down, and the Lord made a decree or a declaration. Oh, we persuade Ahab to go to Ramagir that he might fall there. And he said, Different spirits started appearing before God. I will do this, they were suggesting, and God didn't listen. So finally, a spirit stepped forward and said, I will. And God said, How will you do it? He said, I will put a lying prophecy in the mouth of all the prophets, and they will mislead him. So Micah said, all these 200 prophets of there about that you gather together in your palace, they are all lying to you. He said, the Lord has spoken evil concerning you. And the Bible said, one of the prophets went there and gave Micah a slap. Box, Nonsense. He said, how did the Spirit of God go from me to you? And Micah said, you will see. And the king said, he told, so Ahab told Joseph that who was sitting beside him, he said, I told you, the guy doesn't like me. He never says any good thing about me. You know, sometimes you can hate those who correct you. Amikah said, no problem. Shemmy you believe all other prophets. Go. Amica said that if you return, then kill me or deal with me. And the king said, go and put him in prison. When I return, I will deal with you. And Micah said, no problem. If you ever return. Of course, he never did. Joseph was such a good man. That even Ahab was using him as they were going to the war. Ahab told Joseph that you dress like a king, I will dress like a commoner. And the Bible said, The king of Syria had told all his army, When we face Israel, don't kill anybody, target only the king. What kind of fool was Joseph He said, You should look like a king, but in disguise. And the Bible says, As the war started. See, so, the captain said, that's the king. Everybody go for him. And they began, arrows were flying. But Jehoshaphat cried to God. And God answered him, God loved that guy. One of the guys just looked very well. Ah, he said, no, that's not the king. He said, that's not the king of Israel. That's the king of Judah. It's not our targets. That was how they stopped pursuing Jehoshaphat. Aaron died in that battle. He was injured. He died on his way home at home. But Jehoshaphat escaped. If you have gotten into trouble by relationship, by association, by the covenant of mercy, I pray over you today that in the name of Jesus, you will be rescued. Hallelujah. So, that's the background story. Anyway, that was what happened there. So, this one we read. Let's just finish the story don't worry. On your way, watch the second service. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's good to let believers be familiar with all these things in the Bible. They are life. Now, go to Second, uh, second Kings chapter 9. So he gave the word. He said, go anoint. So the young man went. And he arose and went to the house. And he poured the oil on his head and said to him. Go back to uh, verse, start from verse 5. Verse 5. And when they came, behold, the captains of hosts were sitting. Just like Elisha said, said among his brethren, call him out. Say you are going to find him sitting down among the brethren. When the young man got there, he said, the captains were sitting down. And he said, I have an errand unto thee, O captain. And Jehu said, unto which one of us we are many. And he said, to thee, O captain. And he arose and went to the house. And he poured the oil on he said, And he said, thus saith the Lord of Israel, I have anointed the king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. Thou shalt smite the house of Ahab, thy master, that I may bring the blood of my servant. Now, Elisha did not tell him this. He added to what was told. But I will explain that. The blood of servant of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. Um, go, next verse. For the old house of Ahab shall perish, and we cut off from Ahab him that peace against the wall, and in that is shut up and left in the house. And we make the house of Ahab like the house of Jerob, the son of Naphtali, and like the house of Bashar, the son of Aijah. Next verse. And dogs shall eat Jezebel in the portion of Jezreel, and there shall come none to her. and he opened the door and fled. <laughs> Amen. What an interesting fellow. Next verse. And Jehu came forth to the servants of his lord, and one said to him, Is it well? wherefore came this mad fellow today and he said you know he tried to hide this said you know the man and his communication we were just talking about but they said it's it's a lie tell us now the truth and he said thus and thus he spoke to me saying thus said the lord have anointed the king over israel next verse and then they instead and took every man his garment and put it under him and blue trumpets saying jehu is king you cannot have authority over men if you are not anointed are you following me in the days of my power the bible says my people shall be willing number one they were all captains but as soon as the oil landed on the head of jehu other captains bowed by strength shall no man prevail it is not by power the anointing is the power of god's Now. Joining it to where we started from That's 1st Kings 19 16 God told Elijah on the mountain Go down You are going to anoint three people He said there is a man called Ezra. Put the anointing on him He's going to be king over Syria See, the prophetic grace Of a man of God Is very heavy Even in nations that did not Know God Elisha was the one who ordained their king? The Syrians were anti-Israel, but even this. This is why sometimes God is interested not only what is happening to Christians, but what is happening in the old world. So Elisha was told to go three ways. Ezra one. Then he said Jehu two, and he said Elijah must be anointed. So Elijah anointed but eventually elijah did not anoint the remaining two that god told him elijah only anointed elisha it was elisha that empowered aziel one day aziel came the king of his nation was dying and he sent him to come and see elisha the prophet but we'll get there maybe on where is he elisha was in his south he was already old by then And Nazel said that the king said, I should ask you, sir. It was the pay to the king then. The king was sick. The king said, Sir, the king wants to know. You are the prophet over the entire world. We don't really know God, but we know that God works with you, sir. The king said, Will he survive this sickness or not? He's been sick for days or the messenger. I should ask you. Elisha said, Go tell him he will survive. He said, But I tell you, he will not survive because you are the next king. And Elisha stepped back and looked at the guy. And fixed his eyes on him for a while. Until the guy became ashamed. and said, why are you looking at me that way? He said, because I see the evil you will do to my people. How you will rip pregnant women open and bring out their children and dash them into pieces? He said, you will carry babies and smite them against the rock. And next said, said, ah, ah. am I a dog that I should do that? Elisha said, I am telling you, I am Elisha. I see 30 years ahead. You, this man, will destroy Israel. But you know what? I have no choice, I still have to anoint When is When Israel turned to go, sincerely speaking, as he was talking, he might not be that kind of person, but you see, there are suits in the spirits. Suits. Ah, maybe next Sunday, because the last time to the conference I get some. There are suits, there are personalities. Spirits are personalities, and they seek for physical embodiment. The spirits that will eventually possess the man that you are going to call eventually the Antichrist was the same spirit that used Adolf Hitler and several other people. This was when Hitler was operating some Christians they called him the Antichrist. You, you, you can know who the person is because many people will walk in that spirit but not in the fullness of it. But one man will come one day and the fullness will land on the man. Did you get that? So there were many prophets that helped in Old Testament. But the fullness of the Spirit came upon Jesus. So Moses who brought them out of, so, so there were many people. The same thing, there are many people, we don't know how many more we still wear that mantle of Antichrist. But all of them, we ate the Jews. It would be a common thing. So there are many people, but none of them yet because we don't know. One man will come one day, and the fullness of that evil spirit will be on him. That's the one that will wreck the final arco. May you not be here that time. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So that is how you have fullness. So here also, when Isaiah turned to go, a spirit entered the guy. And when he got to the king who sent him, the king was on the bed. That intelligence just came. Because if he killed the king by sword, other soldiers will kill him. And he was the only one that the king trusted most. Mind people that you trust. He just walked to the king's bedroom and he was sick on the bed. That inspiration just came. He just took toe well, put it inside water, soak it well and put it on the king's nose. And the king was already sick and the king died and he cleaned it. So there was no sign of sword, blade or anything on the king. So nobody would know that he killed the king. And the king was already dying before anyway you know what. Years after he did exactly what Elisha said, the guy wasted Israel. When Jesus on the dinner table, the Bible says he said, "One of you will betray me," and Peter attacked John because John was the closest to him. He said, "Ask him, which one of us." People don't know what happened there. It was John that Jesus told not everybody that watch the one when I dip this inside the soup. Anybody I give it to, that is the person. Only John. So the right didn't know what Jesus was doing he just gave something to Judas and the Bible says straight away and the devil entered Judas he became a different person. if the Lord is not with you, if some spirits occupy you you will do certain things. I get what I'm saying but we are looking at the positive side the same way, when Samuel anointed Saul, the Bible says, as he turned to go, he became a different man. Samuel told him, You will see, prophet prophesying, the spirit of God will come upon you for Samuel, Fenn, and thou shalt be turned to another man. When the anointing comes, there is the one that comes from God, and there is the one that comes from Satan. When either of them lands on a man, it changes the personality of that person. You are going to wear the personality of the function of the anointing. The anointing of the Lord. Ah, I have to Are you with me? So, where is they I started showing them. Now, Jehu was the captain that was bodyguard to Ahab, the wicked king. And Ahab's wife was Jezebel. Now, even though Jehu hated everything Jezebel was doing, Jehu had no power. Nobody was a match for Jezebel. So when her husband died, she cast a spell over the whole nation and she sat in the palace and nobody would dare look at her face. Until the anointing came. If you read the rest of the story, when Jehu was anointed, number one, all other soldiers submitted to Jehu. Number two, he began to ride. A first went for Joram and he killed that one. And the Bible says, Joram came to meet him on the way, he said Jehu, "Is there peace?" And Jeram said, "Peace." Your mom, Jezebel, is wasting the whole nation. And Jeram turned back to run away, and Jehu just took sword. One shot, spear, and Jeram died. Then Jehu rode to go and confront Jezebel. The anointing had come now. And the soldier watching on the potter, the one that was up there, he said, "Hey!" He announced in the palace, "Somebody's coming. He's riding." He Say. He said, the way he's riding he looks like Jehu. He, he said, he's riding furiously. And the king said, send soldier, or the queen, send soldier to go and meet him. And that one came and he said, Sir, why are you coming towards the palace? And he just said, follow me. And that one did not answer. He, he, didn't, he did not question. He just turned his horse and joined. Then they sent soldier to. Jehu said, join me. And he joined. And when he finally got to the palace, he only looked up and he said, Who is on my side? Who is on the Lord's side? And two Enoch looked down okay what you what he said take that woman bundle her and throw her down i want her to splash on the floor here now these were the guys few minutes ago that jezebel was controlling but an anointed man had showed up in palace the spell of jezebel ended instead of people crying against their enemy they need an anointing Ay. this i want to end this first service the three people. So for Jesus, Acts 1038, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with only Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing them oppressed of the devil. There is a part of the anointing that drives away evil spirits. But there is an anointing that elevates a man. The one on Jehu, just as that son of the prophet said, was an anointing for vengeance. When it comes to dealing with the Jezebels of this world, the kind of anointing needed is anointing for vengeance. Jezebel is not a woman being. It's not your mother-in-law. It's a spirit. Spirit of intimidation and witchcraft. By New Testament, Jezebel showed up again. Jesus confronted the book of Revelation. Because the old one died, but the spirit lived on. The same thing, Balaam. Are you getting what I'm saying? hallelujah the anointing for vengeance now in Isaiah 45 the bible said don see the lord to his anointed to Cyrus now this is a nation conquering anointing there is something that comes on your head you don't make noise the world will just start stepping back and opening up for you is the anointing are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Thus here the Lord is anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand the to subdue nations before him. I will lose the lance of king to open it before him to leap gates, and the gates shall not be shut. Water, you know. What I'm going later is that a prophet that is anointed has capacity under God to anoint people into other areas. That was why when Elijah anointed Elisha, he considered the job done. Even though God told him three people, he didn't bother to anoint the remaining. Anointing Elisha was sufficient. Elisha did the rest. Elisha did not even anoint Jehu himself. He called the smallest boy because the anointing can be transferred. It just come one young man you you come take this box of oil if i am the one saying it it has to happen what are the effects of the anointing that's why that your head should not lack oil when it's not there there will be oppression go back to last week's message i thought the spirit of god will stop me from rushing over something i have found david my servant i i have anointed with my oil He said, the enemy shall not of him. The source of wicked shall not afflict him. I will plague those who hate him. And I will beat down his foes before his face. That is one of the works of the anointing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, this Cyrus became king of the entire world that time. The then world. Because he was anointed. The Bible said a gate will be opened. Now the two life gate was referring to actually the gate of Babylon or medo Empire. So what happened was the thing moved Babylon, from Babylon to medo So you have Nebuchadnezzar and his son Belshazzar. And when Daniel gave that verdict that night in Daniel chapter 5, of the meaning of the finger that wrote on the wall and he said, Menem, Menem, take it off our sin. That God has numbered your days and He has brought it to an end. You have been weighed and you'll be found one thing. He said tonight, He the Bible said that God said that Daniel told the king, Your kingdom has been taken, has been given to the Medopassian people. And the Bible records that chapter 5. That same night, Belshazzar was murdered. But what happened? He was having a party with the gold taken from Israel one night. And all the servants got drunk, they left the gates. Babylon was constructed in such a way that no soldier could come into Babylon. I think they said the two gates were facing the river, April, or whatever. It was difficult because there was a river, you might, and that's what that part of the prophecy says that I will cause the deep to dry and I will dry the water. The day Cyrus was coming to invade Babylon, for some reasons, all soldiers were drunk and they left the gates open. Because God has said by his prophets, the gate shall not be shut. So, as they got drunk, he entered in night, and that night he killed Belshazzar and he became king. And Darius recognized that this must have happened by the hand of God. And God told him the reason I need you to become king because you will free my prisoners and tell Israel to go back to their land. And he did. I want to stop this way. Do believers need that nothing in corporate worlds and in places? yes it multiplies your speed when you see the hand of god was upon this in no testament about that we will look at several examples in days to come of the effect of the anointing one of them when Elisha called down fire and the sacrifice ended he told ahab he prayed that rain should come and said go ahab rode on his chariots and he was going And the bible says and the spirit of god on the hand of god was upon elijah elijah as am was going you know how fast horses can run they just saw one old man they were riding their horses long time he told them to go maybe from here they are rich very land all of a sudden you saw one old man elijah outran horses and chariots anointing gives speed something came upon him and in no time in some cases god did not make him speak god actually made him to disappear and reappear somewhere the anointing of the lord one of the things we will get to value the anointing and it will start abiding but what are the sources of the anointing this is where we get second service let's rise hallelujah Hallelujah! This is how saints are terror to the kingdom of darkness. When they sense an anointed person in the family, they stay off. Glory to God! From today, your rising in life will not be normal. It will be supernatural. Because you will be so fast that even those who don't know God will acknowledge that only God can make a man achieve this in this time. And in the wicked world that we live in and with the wickedness going on in the nation oh, this is non-negotiable. Every believer must walk in this grace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, thank you Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. You know, I see the nations listening to you. (sighs) Thank you, Lord. When we're having leaders' devotion this morning, there was a testimony somebody shared, which I won't go into into details. It's still shaking me up to now. All leaders are, you You remember? One of us gave a testimony this morning or something that just happened to him. Believe me sincerely. The anointing is real. Liftings are real. Yes. If we are vowed like many of us are, never, never to do wrong, never to be corrupt, never to participate in the wickedness of the nation, then the only way out is the anointing of God. Otherwise, you'll be frustrated. But thank God for the anointing. We don't beg men to rise. There is an anointing. Like Elisha spoke to those men and immediately left his presence, they were lifted to different levels. I speak by the Spirit to everybody, and the sound of my voice. Those who are watching, those who are standing here, Wars will crumble before you. You will move without restrictions. You will not stay long on any spots. Your rising is everlasting. Your sun will never go down. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Father. God takes the light when it is obvious to everybody that this is not you, this is God and that is exactly what is happening, yes you also will cry, but it will be tears of sorrow you will sit there and cry because things are too much, they are beyond you, you are wondering, Lord, Lord what what exactly did I do there are people experiencing this, and I'm speaking to you by the spirit that it is your turn that this should happen to you Sometimes it leads me to share some. One of our pastors is Pastor Chigoze. But he's in Portakot. I remember he was in my house. And we finished talking just at the moment. And he was leaving many years back. And as he got to the road, that was when he got a message. That Nestle had offered him an appointment. And he ran back. He was there to get the cab. So he ran back inside the house. There was no Uber then. And he didn't drive that day. So he took a cab. So he ran back inside the house to tell him that wow. Nestle food just got in touch with me that now that I'm working for them. And we rejoice. And he left my house. He went back to get the cab. Before he got the cab, and he bought away called, sent him a message also that we offer you a job. this same day. So he came back again. I said, What again? <laughs> and then he showed me the message. The same day. In one hour, two multinationals. In one hour, there are no accidents in God. Now it's with Ali That's why it's not. It's in Port Maybe it's on water, watching us now. He has risen from the dead. He is Lord. Every day, Shabbat Anoints men and puts them in position. But there is none compared to the anointing of the master himself. But he lives in you. How do we steer? Those are the things we'll be talking about later. But in his name, I stand before everybody. I say to people here that you need justice. You'll be robbed and oppressed. And today, the voice of God is speaking over your life. To you, God is saying mercy. To your oppressors, God is saying judgment. I am speaking to some families. What has been taken away from you by fraud, what have been seized, is now released back. For every shame you have faced in life, now it is turned to testimony. Oh, Jesus will bless you. Hallelujah. Wave your hands to Him. Something is happening. For time, we'll cut it short here. Listen to me, everybody. Thank God, Mercy Encounter is on Saturday. And there is a way. The Lord is saying the fasting is winding not down. Mercy a count of Saturday will be an unusual feast of joy again. But the Spirit will move. By then it will be twenty seventh day of the fast. We are ending. If the anointing gets so high that the which will happen, maybe the fasting will end seven on on Sunday or but maybe on that day because there might not be reason for the remaining two it's not a legal thing that you have to complete the thirty. whatever you see the hand of god begin to rejoice and stop it there i'm just sensing that we might be led in such a way that the fasting ends maybe on that saturday there. god says that 27 days is enough because at the end of day, it's not the number of days it's a what you receive don't miss this saturday don't miss this Saturday. and don't come late 7 a.m. tonight, it will be explosive. Jesus will give you praise. We believe God that something unusual will happen to everyone, not just a few. Hallelujah. Someone bless this morning, we continue second service. Then I see the glory of God on you, there's an aura. I sense that the Lord himself is robbing something of people. His presence is robbing of people. And it's a fragrance that will not depart. Wherever you are, you smell favor. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, I give you praise. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining the church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family, and that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just stay at time and say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Saviour and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of your family right now. You can go out and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.